0: What do you do when you befriend your man's ex on social media?
1: You start chatting, become friends, and create a podcast together.
0: And of course, dump his cheating ass. I'm Megan. And I'm Danny, And we're the Exes.
1: The show about sex, dating,
0: and everything in between. So today we are talking about exotic dancing. Yeah, exotic dance has really become more mainstream in recent years. Yeah. And it definitely seems like everyone in their pint-sized Pomeranian is taking a pole class nowadays. Uh, but with all the interest in the profession, there seems to be a very little knowledge about what actually t- partakes in it. Right. Joining us today is our professional exotic dancer, Paris. Thank Paris. you for joining us.
2: Hi, how are you guys? Okay. So good.
0: <laughs> we are just going to bug you a bit to get to know kind of the idea of exotic dance and, and what brought you into it. How long have you been dancing for?
2: I have actually been dancing for over 20 years, so I'm kind of a veteran <laughs> when it comes to dancing. So, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like...
1: I don't know a lot about exotic dancing, so I'm, I'm actually really interested in like what got you into it in the beginning.
2: Well, what got me into it in the beginning, and I think what gets everyone into it, is the money, mm-hmm. because it's like really good. Right. I had a girlfriend of mine that was dancing. She'd only been dancing four days, mm-hmm. and I was 18. I think she was about 18 as well. And she showed me that she had two thousand dollars for four days work and we were eighteen, so that's a lot. It, yes. <laughs> a lot of money. I was very like I got paid
1: like two hundred dollars every two weeks <laughs> at Sobey's the grocery store. <laughs> I
0: was like, Yeah
1: when i was went out, like bottle kinds of
0: shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, where did you start dancing? Here in Vancouver? In or? Vancouver, yep. Yeah hmm yeah okay and Vancouver is your hometown yes Vancouver is my hometown excellent and did yeah. that ever worry you kind of starting in your hometown or it
2: kind of did but the money overruled everything because it was just it just seemed so so much money it was so good I remember my first like thousand dollars I made in a couple of days I went and I spent a bunch of money on lingerie and I was just like so excited that I put They're it to hooked. the back of my mind yeah I was a little bit hooked I kind of you know put it to the back of my mind about like getting found out or having anyone, you know, recognize me or anything like that. So like in, when you're
1: 18 and you're like, okay, um, I need to make, like, this girl made $2,000, wow, I want to make that too. Like, what's making you think that? Are you thinking, like, I need to live on my own, like, I have no support, I have, like, what, what made you think that you needed that money at that age?
2: Um, Because I wanted a job anyway, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of independent, so really? I was looking for other lines of work. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like, I think I... Even did an interview with like Starbucks. Like I was like trying to like find something to do. And then I kind of fell into that because I saw the money. So I was like, I really wanted to work anyway. And I wanted to like maximize the money I could make. So I was like, I should probably do this. Yeah, totally.
0: And of course, yeah, the money brought you into it. And Mm -hmm. of course, it probably has kept you in it this long as well if you are doing it for 20 plus years. But is there anything else that kind of kept you in the industry this long?
2: Yeah, I would actually say the money hasn't kept me in it. Okay. I would say that's what got me started in it. But what kept me in it was the freedom, the hours, the ability to travel. Oh, you can travel a lot with this. Oh, yes. I've traveled a lot with it. Really? Yeah. Like, how do you get into that part of it? Well, it was, like, an agency um, in Vancouver that used to send us on, like, international gigs. Like, we went to China. I did Mexico. Wow. Um, yeah. So, like, you... you They don't really do those anymore so much, but they did back in the day when I started. So, right. it was awesome opportunity for that. And just the money that you make, too, you can take time off nowadays as well. You can take, yeah. like, two weeks off and you don't have to book it with anyone. You can go travel. Like, so, it's re- uh, tons of free... It's
1: not like a typical job where you're like, I have this much vacation time and I
2: can take this. You can just literally just be like, I don't want to work. Yes. And you don't have to say anything, no permission. Like you just do your own thing. It's very independent, which is like perfect for me. And we should probably
0: tell our listeners too, how the difference, me as a dancer, I, I know, but... What stage, VIP, when you're saying, you know, your uh, agency, what does that mean? What's the circuit Maybe We should probably run them down on that as well. Yeah, that's probably a good do. Yeah, educate me. Yeah, because me and uh, Paris are kind of nodding at each other, you know, but um, I think the average listener probably doesn't have a clue what we're talking about, so we should probably kind of give them a little debriefing quickly.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... There's, like you said, there's all different kinds of dancing. So you can do VIP dancing where you're just walking around the floor of the club and you're just selling dances and that's the money that you're making. And these
0: are private dances. And these
2: are private dances. Yeah. And so you, you do these private dances, but when you're doing stage, you can also do these private dances, but you're getting paid to go on stage numerous times a day with a set schedule. Okay. And so you have to be there at the time of your first show until the time of your last show. So there's not as much freedom in that right. as VIPing, um, but there can be as well because you just book by the week. So if you want to have time off, you can just not book for a week. Right. Um, but I prefer, I personally really like the VIPing because there's way more freedom in it. Yeah. And you choose the days that you go in. So I mean that's really good too. But th- those are like the the two main ways of making money in this industry is like you're a stage girl or a VIP girl, or sometimes you're both, you like switch weeks or, you know, you can basically do whatever you want really in this industry. Like right. it's not that, it's not too rigid like other industries. So.
0: And when you're saying you your agent, you work for an agency, correct? Yes. As that's as a only stage as, dancer. Yes.
2: Only as a stage dancer. You don't work with an agency. If you're a VIP, if you're a VIP, you freelance, you're your own boss, you're self-employed. So you're
0: independent contractor, independent contractor.
2: So, like, do most exotic dancers who are on stage, do most of them have an agent? Yes. I yeah. believe, as far as I know and what I remember, because I haven't actually done stage for a while now. I did it for about the first 10 years of my career. Right. So I haven't done it in a while now. But what I remember of that is all the girls, you had to have an agent. Oh, so really? now I don't know if it's changed, actually, because right. I haven't done stage in so long. But right. uh, I think that the majority of the girls have an agent
0: still. And so stage, you said, really allowed you to travel. Um, is that just stage girls get to travel and the agent kind of sends you wherever to different clubs then? and Yes, that's how it was back then
2: because they did like this Macau gig, Macau, China. Oh, cool. They did Mexico City. Um, so there was like there was like Japan gigs. I never went on the Japan gigs, but there was those gigs. There was Guam. There was a bunch oh of... Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, there was a crazy. lot. crazy. Yeah,
2: there was a lot. So it was really cool if you wanted to travel. Yeah. And they would send you on these gigs for like a set amount of time. So the Macau gig was a two-month gig, and I did that three times, and it was awesome. I loved it. Super fun experience. And then the Mexico one, I went for a month. Wow. And then I ended up staying four years. (laughs) In Mexico, really? (laughs) Did you make good money in Mexico? Yeah, it was really good. But I also stopped dancing for a little bit there. I did modeling for like three years. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was cool too. But I also still kind of danced as well whenever I wanted to, like on the
0: weekends if I wanted. A lot of flexibility. A lot of flexibility. How did dancing outside of Canada compare to the Vancouver kind of scene? I would have to say that the clubs are a lot kind of nicer
2: and they... Treat Oh really? Well, of, yeah kind of interesting. Like, the, like in um, China And in Mexico Like especially Mexico The one in Mexico They had like Tanning booths in there For free A oh, gym crazy. in there They had really? hair and makeup girls you'd, oh uh, you'd have to pay For your own hair and makeup But they had it like Available there Massage women And like oh my it, God. Yeah dinner Wow they like was, like, pampered you Oh my They pampered us so crazy It was awesome Wow And dinner Because it was like A restaurant in there as well That's so, amazing So yeah You have like a steak dinner Get ready for work Like it was, it was well, great. now I understand what you say for four yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> exactly. So,
1: I was thinking because, like, for somebody like me, I, I don't know a lot about this industry, and like, when someone like Cardi B comes around mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I was a stripper and blah blah blah, and she mm-hmm. makes it like something that almost makes it more okay to talk about and yes. more okay and more understandable. People are like, oh, we get it now. Like, mm-hmm. she had a hard life, but whatever, whatever. Um, it just makes it more um, open in conversation when you first started. I don't think it was really like that, definitely was it? Definitely not. So if you brought it up that this was your job, what, how would, or would you bring it up that it I was your wouldn't. job? I wouldn't.
2: And even actually now to this day, I feel there's a bit of a stigma to it. Yeah. Definitely. So I like anonymity when it comes to, I like the whole fact of like stage names and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, like you said, it was even like crazier, more taboo yeah. back like 20 years ago. So totally. it definitely was something that you just, I just wouldn't bring up to people right away and mm-hmm. stuff like that just because you don't know the reaction. I would tell people for the first like. When I would meet people for the first, like, few weeks, I would tell them I was a waitress until I got to know them. And then I would... And then tell them what... Yeah. Really... Mm-hmm.
1: What about your family or anything like that? Did you tell
2: them? Yeah. I told them. They didn't find out right away, but when they found out, they were, like, pretty upset and a little bit disappointed because they thought maybe I was on drugs or I was being right. forced into it. Um, So... I made sure that they knew that I, um, that was not the case and I was really just doing it for a good career yeah, to have money and travel and stuff like that. And, uh, they got it and they're proud of me now and they're, they think it's a great thing that I've been doing for the last little bit. And you've made a huge career out of it.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is amazing. I feel like maybe, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like a lot of girls would do it while they were quite young Mm -hmm. like early twenties kind of thing. And then they would just kind of not do
2: it anymore. Yes. That would be my assumption. Yes. And there was times where I thought about (coughs) not doing it but I just, the freedom and the money and just everything, I just, you know, I really, Well, I think it's a real testament
0: to you, Paris, because as a dancer myself and I've been doing it for six years, I'm even worried about, you know, aging out Mm -hmm. or the mental strain it takes Mm -hmm. and the fatigue and the burnout Yes, and and that you've been able to do for 20 years and and I work, I've, I've, I've worked with people who know you and, the things they say about you, and, and the drive you still have, and the kind of hustle, and you're honestly one of the nicest people I know oh, um, on a personal <laughs> level. It's, it's. I think it's a testament to you that you've been in the industry for that long, and that, yeah. um, and that you've seen different changes, and you've changed and adapted, and. Um, I think it's just yeah, it's impressive. Oh, I think it's impressive you. too.
2: Yeah, for sure, it is. Thank you. I also like to use this now as a springboard because I have a couple of other businesses and things that I'd like to be doing um, in the next like six months. I'm working mm-hmm. towards that, so it's really good because dancing, you can do that. Yeah, you can have a side hustle. You can do all these different things. Like it's so good, and you can have that. the money to do the side. Exactly, money and the time, the right? everything. Yes, yes. Definitely. So it's
0: really good. Um, how so? Yeah. Megan touched on it as well, how the industry has changed, the perspective of the industry has changed, but how has the industry changed within itself in over the years?
2: I would say the money has changed. Okay. I believe, like, the money's changed a lot, in my opinion, since 2008, because that's, that's when, when we, we saw had the it. world depression, kind of, where everything oh kind of tanked a little bit. So, in the oil fields up in, like, Fort McMurray and stuff like that, I noticed a huge change. Like, I was there for years, so... I noticed that. Like, like I they also would noticed, want to send money or they wouldn't? Well, they did before. And All then right. when there was a bit, like, money wasn't as free-flowing yeah. because there was a bit of, like, you know, stuff going on yeah. um, economically with everybody. So I kind of feel like it's changed since then yeah, as well. And yeah. it, um,
0: it hasn't bounced back since 2008, you're saying? It but... definitely
2: has. It, 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 it I'm not going to say it hasn't been good. It's definitely been good. But it, before, it was, like, ridiculous amounts yeah. of money. And people weren't worried about their next paycheck and they weren't you know what I mean like right. there was just free flowing everyone thought that the gravy train was never going to end right yeah, yeah. type thing so now people have a little bit of that fear yeah tighter of, a, a little yeah. bit yeah I definitely noticed it a little bit yeah,
0: yeah. and then it, it, within the industry itself within the clubs have the club using us the clubs change or the kind of girls the things I've noticed is that um the amount of girls it's so oh, oversaturated yes. Um, and even in the six years, the type of girls that are coming into the industry. yes but what I know of the industry is just a speck of how much how much you've experienced. So really in the last 20 years, what inside kind of changes have you noticed?
2: Well, I've even noticed
0: even I
2: would say in the last, four years, five years, that more women customers are coming in, Mm. which I never noticed before. There was very, like, few and far between women that would come in 20 years ago. It was mostly men, gentlemen's clubs, and it was just the men coming in and spending the money and looking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, it's almost like a nightclub experience where, Mm -hmm. like, and I find that although... It can be fun sometimes with some women in there. They're not really spending the money. Yeah, I was going to say. They're not getting the dances. So it's kind of like, you know.
0: Taking up a seat. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. Yeah, and you think that's maybe because, you know, rap and stuff has made strip clubs such like a cool thing to do. Yeah, definitely. It's not so much that kind of like exotic experience now that it was before.
2: And like I was saying before, how it's not as taboo. Right. So it kind of ties into that. Yeah, more mainstream. And Mm -hmm. like you were saying with Cardi B and stuff like that too. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. could be a good thing and it can also be it's a, bad, also a thing bad thing too it's kind of like you know for the money wise what right. were you you said Danny before that um, the type of girls have changed that are
1: going yeah and what and, do you mean and, and she that? said
0: too like the, in the four in the four years when you most seen you know, the most change for myself um, the type of girls that are getting hired at the clubs oh that was I, I that. remember when I first started the type of girl. Looked very much the stripper, yes, the stripper look, right? <laughs> now you see girls that are very hipster mm-hmm. get coming emo in. Girls, yeah, emo, a lot of emo <laughs> girls dancing, yes. you know, girls that don't wear a stitch of makeup, but really, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a very um broad spectrum. And also, too, I remember the girls were very fit when I first started, mm-hmm. now there's a lot more different like body types that are coming in, right? Um, yes. which I mean is great because um, everyone has. You know their own thing. The customers have their own like, and they don't. They can yeah. Have a smorgasbord of women to choose yeah. from, but also too, I think, um, it's really our acceptance of different women's looks and different body types, and not yeah. fitting that totally. little stigma of what beautiful is. Yeah. Um, but on the, I guess, on the negative is there's a lot more girls joining, so yeah. a lot less money for, for me in Paris. But <laughs> but, uh, but it's good, I guess. You know, yeah. <laughs> body positivity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. So that's the changes that I've seen as well. And I, I agree with you, Paris, about mm-hmm. those changes. Uh, what's a typical uh, shift look like for people that aren't in the industry? Well, I believe
2: that, like, so it's kind of different. So a uh, stage shift is like, it always differs because you have, like, each girl has a different time. They have to be there. But for a, a freelancer shift, a VIP girl shift, you have to be on the floor, most places between 9 and 930 and then you're not supposed to leave until um, the end. Some places in Vancouver close at 1, and I believe right. some other ones close at 3. The one I work at closes at 1. Um, so, yeah. So, there's... Yeah, there's mostly... And, like, some places, like, that I've worked internationally and stuff, that would be about the, the consensus. Like, it'd be about 8 to 9 is usually when you kind of hit the floor. Right. So... And, I mean, you can leave sometimes, too. They're lenient, Um if you're not feeling well or you just want to leave, but they mostly want you to stay that whole shift right. at least four hours. What's the relationship
1: with the other girls that are dancing there? Is it, is it mostly good or is it just like any other workplace that? It seem-
2: I think it's mostly good, but it's because I try to be friendly with everyone. I try to be nice to everybody because we're all there trying to make money. We're all trying to do the exact same job. So I find that it's mostly pleasant, but yeah. there has been some cattiness and, stuff like that. I thankfully haven't really been involved in anything like that, so Mm -hmm. that's good, but there can be, but mostly it's good, I would say.
0: And I think too, I think strippers get a bad rap for being drama, but I think in any industry... Where you put people fighting for a piece of pie mm-hmm. because there is only so much money in that club, yep. and there's you know the girls are divvying it up, and and mm-hmm. you are in direct competition with one another. Mm-hmm. I think any industry where that is, and now you're in close quarters, mm-hmm. and you got a certain amount of set hours to work with these people and working against them really to make that money, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of perpetuating. Um, cattiness or fights or and I think at least the club I've been at they do a really good job of yes. that just never being tolerated. There's really never any fights I see that's at good. the club. Yeah, but I think that's just kind of anytime you pin pretty much pin people against each other for for money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't think it can happen in my
1: industry too. Like females, I've noticed with females that are a little bit older than me, um, they are very standoffish mm-hmm. with how, like if you ask them a question or need help, they're very stand- standoffish and don't really want to give you the help. Oh. But I found with more millennials, millennials want to help each other. Yes. And the females I find that are millennials want to help each other more. I've just noticed that within my industry. Right. Yeah. It's very, very interesting to me because I've been like, Oh, do you think you could help me with the contact? And a per- the woman said, uh, you know, it's, it's really, you know, you can probably just find it yourself kind of thing. She just did not mm-hmm. want to help me at right. all. But if I ask somebody more in their 20s, I think they'd be like, yeah, I want to help you. Yeah, so we all yeah. should help everyone because I think the, um, some girls have the mentality of helping everyone and making everyone be successful.
2: Yeah, that's how I I I've that's actually good. always been. I've always good. helped rookies, always. That's whenever. very
0: rare, I think, in our, in our industry. But, I would say that as well. Um, yeah. Even when I first started, if you were a veteran, mm-hmm. uh, you're not friends with the new people. And right. New people earn their spot, and that's and that's another yeah. thing I think I've seen change recently in in most recent years too. Uh, new people being very front and center, which never was really the case back in the day, from what I remember, they were more in the yeah. shadows and they and they waited to step forward kind yeah. of
2: Yeah, I could definitely see that as well. But I just like know from personal experience how I always wanted to help rookies all the time, because it's like, you've been there yourself, right. you know what Definitely. I mean? Like why, yeah. you know, why, why not? God. Like,
1: Has this job made you, um, more confident about your body or has it made you more self-conscious about your body? Cause I've more, heard some women.
2: More confident because I was, a I was pretty self-conscious before I started. And then after my first week, I was just like, you know, like letting it all hang out. Like, yeah. this is me. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 you know, so I feel like probably has helped my self-esteem a lot but I right. still uh, definitely like I go up and down in weight sometimes too just like mm-hmm. every normal woman yeah so there definitely are things too where I I have my insecurities like everybody else but I would say in an overall picture it has right. made me more have more self-esteem and feel better about my body that's
1: good yeah yeah I I, I had I knew a girl that used to work as a manager. At a strip club, and she said that she felt a lot of the girls there were very insecure because they were secure when they first went into the industry, and then a
2: lot of men were like, "Oh, well, your boobs are like this." Oh and yeah, you can't like this. You cannot let that. Guys definitely will say those kind of things. You just have to let it like you know, go. let I it go. Like yeah, definitely. Let me can. see your naked body. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> your naked body
1: is man. Yeah, yes. your penis. Is. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. and honestly, I think there's um. <laughs> Some Men that come to the club to, <laughs> with the intention of doing that, you could be, you know, 11 out of 10, but they just want to, you know, hate on a woman. I think yeah. so they'll do yeah. come to the club to do tear, that, to tear you apart, exactly, really. just mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better, just like you know, anywhere else. How lovely! Yes. I know, uh, how <laughs> lovely is Good that? Old oh, god, it definitely <laughs> happens, it definitely happens, absolutely. Um, so, we mentioned a lot of positive and great things about the yeah. industry, but if someone were to, you know, Force you to comment on the negatives. Oh, you don't um, have to force me. That was a negative <laughs> story. Something happened to me just last Saturday. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, let's hear it. So, yeah, so what, <laughs> what do you think? I know that we mentioned the pros being you know, uh, flexibility in the schedule, yeah. body confidence. You get to meet a lot of different people, you get to travel the world. Uh, obviously the money, Mm -hmm. what would some, uh, negatives be that you've had to overcome? Yeah, there's,
2: there's definitely some negatives with, um, the customers sometimes they can be like, you're saying rude sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've experienced, um, at different times, you know, the, the male customers trying to like rip you off, like trying to like, like that's what happened to me, um, the last Saturday. Like I had a guy you know, do a bunch of dances with me and then not want to pay and then
0: Ugh. lie lie, and say he already had paid. And, and just to explain to the listeners too, uh, clubs <laughs> differentiate, but the club that you're speaking of, yes. it's on you to collect the money, correct? Yes. It's
2: on me to collect the money. Um, but it's also on me to pay because we have to pay the club for each dance mm-hmm. that we do and tip out and tip out and stuff like that. So it's like, I, when I do those dances, I owe the club now out right. of my own money. So let's
0: say a dance is 50, you owe the club 20, you owe the club, <clears> excuse <throat> me, 40% of all the money that a gentleman gives you. Yes. Aside from tips that they yes. I give you. Aside from tips. So, um,
2: so my general rule is to not do like a whole bunch of dances in a row without getting paid. Right. Because then that can go back, come back on you. Right. So I had somebody that was like, oh, no, I have cash. I don't need the ATM. I've got it all right now. So I went and I, I did like a bunch. I did a few. And then I asked to collect before we could keep going and do more. Um, and then that's when he had this big problem and was saying that he'd already paid. And he was you know, like having problems with the ATM and this, that, and the other. And then when I ended up eventually having to get one of the bouncers involved, I um, his tune changed and everything was working and everything. He could get the money now. And, oh yes, no, um, I haven't paid her yet, but I think it was because he was intimidated by the man and just didn't respect my authority and didn't respect me and was trying to rip me off. Yeah. That's so annoying. Very annoying. So I mean, it's, it's not like dancing is definitely not perfect. And there's, you know, moments where you have to deal with a lot and you have to have a thick skin. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes people, guys will try to put you down or try to make you not feel good. I don't let that bother me because I just, try to whatever you know what I mean I try to not like you know let it really affect me but yeah sometimes guys will try to rip you off and you really have to have um, you know your wits about you that's why I don't like to drink too much I don't do drugs Mm -hmm. so like you know, every once in a while I have a drink at work mm-hmm. um, if I need to to make money off of, of a guy or tables and stuff like that but I would say 90% of the time I don't drink Right. because you need to keep your kind of wits about you when and when you say that
0: you mean like they ask you to come sit with them before going for a dance or something like that yeah, so you have to drink like with that. them in order to go for a dance yeah thing. exactly right. just, just so,
1: for work do some girls like some of the
2: dancers uh, drink a lot so they can kind of do the job liquid or? courage yeah, I think kinda. there's some girls yeah I think there's some girls that, that do that as well like yeah. they want to make the money off the guy kind of to butter him up to go up like oh I'll have a drink with you butter him up go up for a dance and then there's some girls like you said too where they actually need those drinks right yeah to and talk I think, to
0: people at least for me I see that more in the, in the newer dancers yeah, yeah. That yeah. do that like, yeah once you've done a long time in the industry one your body just can't take years yes. well, at least years of abuse hopefully yeah oh yeah I <laughs> too, too much and Very I think too, too you just like Paris said Over a certain amount of time, even just quickly, you build that kind of confidence in your job and in your hustle that you Mm -hmm. don't need that liquid courage to go talk to men or to get naked. I
2: don't need any of that at all. I am like, it's almost like Groundhog Day where it's like the same day over (laughs) and over and over (laughs) over. again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need any of that to go right up to people and just like, hey, how's it going? Like, I just don't it's like nothing to me now. It's That's super good. weird. Yeah. Cause it's almost like cold calling yeah, right. for 20 years. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. So, and, and, and doing it for 20 years, What what's your secret to staying in the industry and, and keeping your wits mm-hmm. about you and, and not like losing sight of who you are because I know a lot of things people do. And, and even in the six years I've done it, I deal with a lot more kind of burnout now than I did my mm-hmm. first few years um, things get to me more I find now yes. in this sense if I have a really bad shift a guy rips me off you know I don't want to go in the next shift I want. To, I need a me time How, what's your secret in being able to do for 20 years and, and still maintain the positive kind of outlook that you have mm-hmm.
2: so kind of like the same way you deal with it I have some me time so I try to cultivate a really chill and really fulfilling home life where I can mm-hmm. just kind of like you know just be with myself and just you know really relax and, and try to just you know, not really take it to heart too much type thing. So I definitely will do that. Like if I feel like taking a day off because Mm -hmm. I'm feeling burnt out or I'm feeling like, you know, this situation happened, I have the freedom to do that, which is amazing because you do need that. And I think that's why I've been doing this for so long is because I can take time off. Like if I was doing 20 years of stage, Mm -hmm. I actually don't think, that my mental state and my body would actually be able to have that longevity i really do think it's the last 10 years right. of viping that has has done that
1: Excellent. yeah totally i had a question oh my god it was right here <laughs> it's something that you said and i was like oh shit i want to ask that
0: um <laughs> oh i can't remember keep going I'm sure it, was <laughs> it was a good one it was so good. Um, what do you wish outsiders knew about the industry? Because mm-hmm. I find myself, even when I'm talking about it, I talk you know, jar- in jargon, or I assume other people kind of know what I'm talking about or, or can. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, Megan's lost I all know. the time when I talk to her. She's I'm like, hey, at so me. what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think, and on the Cardi B, and all the kind of what we perpetuate with the media is this view of dancing as, you know, uh, these women have drug addictions, they're alcoholics, mm-hmm. they have daddy issues, they're whores, you know, they, um, they can't last the industry that long. Everyone says, you know, you're getting old, I'm at 27, they're saying, I'm getting old, what do you think about your future? There's a lot of misconceptions about the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times we don't give voices to a lot of sex workers, strippers, exotic dancers, whatever, mm-hmm. um, to kind of abolish that or change the views. We we watch see a lot of um, media showing know, music videos where, like, the girls look the part and they act yeah. the part. And, and in shows or whatever, TV shows, they're the butt of the joke, you know. The stripper, the stripper the heart of gold, like, it's a, like, it doesn't exist, you know. <laughs> but in my experience, that's more the norm than the outlier. Yes. Uh, so what do you wish that, you know, outsiders did know about the industry more?
2: Well, I just wish that outsiders, um, and especially people that come to the club, that aren't dancers themselves, I wish they knew that we were people. Like, we're real people mm-hmm. and there's a lot of really good people in this industry like mm-hmm. like you said not everybody is a drug addict and mm-hmm. everybody you know like has these great relationships at home and things like that. I mean, some don't, obviously, but that's in every industry. Like, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Totally. And another thing I wish outsiders knew is I wish they knew to always tip. <laughs> because it's a service industry. Like, right. when you yeah. go, like, they tip the waitresses downstairs on the floor, and then mm-hmm. we go, they take you for a dance. Mm-hmm. Half the time they don't tip because they don't equate it to be the same thing, but it's still a service that you're giving. Like yeah. right? You know what I mean? So that's another thing I kind of wish that everybody... And I knew, like you know, twenty percent. That's you yeah, know, that's, that's good. That's Especially
0: cute. when you're giving at least this club forty percent of the money you're making. Exactly. Yes. Um, a lot. I think a lot of people don't understand that when they give you the fifty dollars, I don't get to keep that. I'm only yes. keeping thirty of it. Yes. You know, right. I'm I'm losing forty percent of my income. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people don't understand that. Or yes. Like, when you're saying tip to like front row, when you're sitting there and a girl's doing an amazing show, yes. like she's not making any money besides you know the the pretty low. Oh, fee yeah. they paying her yeah very you low know, and she's doing a great job up there you know show your appreciation yeah, yeah. i'm always like holy Absolutely. shit
1: that girl is really good like a dance like sometimes when um the girl's up on the pole and can like stretch her body out so she's like straight yeah
2: like the superman or yeah.
1: the flagpole I'm yeah i'm like yeah. shit i know <laughs> that's amazing like that's that takes some talent. muscle yeah <laughs> like i could never do that um i was gonna ask you actually okay. about like having relationships mm-hmm. like um you know, with a with a man or whatever.
2: Um working in this industry, has that been difficult for you? Has that been not a problem? Um, no, it has been difficult. And I would have to say that's like one of the most difficult things about this job is um a lot of times guys have a problem with it because they just want you to be their one and only and it's super understandable. Mm -hmm. But I also wish that the guys I've dated would really know and realize how faithful I am and how it really is just a job. Like Mm -hmm. absolutely. But there has been, you know, um, I've definitely been able to have some great relationships. I'm in a relationship right now and, um, everything has been like really good and stuff like that, but it's been like a hurdle. It is definitely
0: a struggle. It's, you have to be really secure in yourself. Yeah, and I think too. Like it's funny how people have that conce- like that preconceived idea that you know, you stripping is gonna like make you stray. When yeah. as a server, I got hit on more, you know, like or in a more, um, more sexual way than as a dancer. I feel like yes. there's more of a respect. I feel more respect as a dancer than I ever felt as a server, um, mm, whether people might, believe that or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt like yeah, like serving, like and working in bars as a server, men hit on you more. I think mm-hmm. um,
2: they really do. I would, I would assume. Yeah. And I feel like guys try to go home with the server.
0: Oh, definitely, way more. Oh, right. And they, right. and then
2: the server will do it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have tips? Do
1: you have tips for anybody that's gonna join the industry
2: or that wants um, to? The yeah, I kind of feel like if you can keep a good head on your shoulders and not get swept up. In anything like you know, if you're not gonna become an alcoholic and and do those kind of things and do drugs and stuff, which I would say, um, most girls don't do that. But yeah. sometimes when you're like a newbie, yeah. that can happen type thing. So if you can keep a good head <clears throat> on your shoulders and really just look at it like a business and you're making money and and use it as a springboard for other things as well, yeah. Then that's I would that would be a really good advice to do. And just right. kind of like also. Um, You know, be nice to everybody. Don't come in with an attitude, you know, like just because most of the girls are pretty chill and pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that
0: would be my advice. Love it. Great advice. So, on our previous... uh, Previous? Previous. (laughs) Previous. Make it my own words. Previous episode, we talked about um, breakups Mm. and... So we'd love to get your opinion on some of the questions we kind of bugged each other about. Yeah. In your experience, do you usually get broken up? Mom, well, don't lie now. do <laughs> no, no, Do people usually leave your ass, <laughs> or do you, or do you break up with them? Uh, the
2: majority of the times I've broken up with them, but I've definitely been broken up with. Like, right. So I would say, on the majority side, I've broken up. Okay. Like, with, yeah, with my in my previous relationships.
0: And is is there one kind of. Usual concept of why you break up with someone or has it been like the whole small board of goofy guys? <laughs> um,
2: there's been cheating so that usually will like cause a breakup, lying, um, or just incompatibility as well. Right. Like the person that I broke up with before this relationship that I'm in right now, um, he was lying about a gambling addiction mm, and things oh like God. that. So, like, yeah. just, yeah, things, stuff like that. Lovely like, time Yeah, yeah that. right? Yeah. yeah. So, you have to, <laughs> you definitely... Thing. You're making the
0: money, he's losing it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was definitely, he had a lot of money, but, uh, and he was losing, like thousands of dollars of his own a day and hiding it from me yeah no
0: that's not good I think that's a reason to break up I think
1: you're fair I think you're (laughs) justified I support that (laughs) when do you think it's kind of time to end a relationship
2: when you know people either person in the relationship is just not getting their needs met and if there's like a bunch of lying and you just you know like it's just Definitely like time to go your own way, you know? It's are just... you one
1: that like kind of drags out the breakup? Or do you just are you just like mm, it's not working and you're just like done right away?
2: Um I would I don't know. Okay, I've broken up with quite a few people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's a commodity. Try <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think. So I would say maybe 50 <clears throat> 50 because there's times where you you um, break up with somebody and then it's just kind of fast and it's, yeah. and it's over with but then there's times where it kind of lingers a bit because you might have like some feelings and mm-hmm. stuff so yeah um, yeah. there was actually a time where I got broken up with mm-hmm. and it was drawn out right and then we eventually ended up getting back together mm-hmm. so um, yeah so there there can be that aspect of it too so yeah. but yeah mm-hmm.
0: I can see that mm-hmm. I can see that <laughs> yeah what do you think we talked about before breakup etiquette yeah. um and what, and what do you what do you think is like proper breakup etiquette you know can should you text a breakup should you have to do a face to face can you you know do the is it should it be drawn out should it be a quick cut should you hang out as friends afterwards what do you think is kind of the way to dance around a breakup? break up breakup etiquette yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think that you have to do a face-to-face Like, I think that it's, like, poor taste if you're... You can't just text somebody. Like, you had a full relationship with that person, you know? Like, you just... You can't.
0: And is there a cutoff for that? Like, if we only saw each other a few times, I can tell you I'm not interested anymore by text, or should it always be face-to-face if you have any kind of sort of relationship with someone?
2: Well, I think it does definitely depend on how long you've been with the person, but if it's been, like, you know, anything, like, a year or longer, (laughs) like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you need to, like... You gotta like Absolutely. own that. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to do it in like a respectful way where you can still be friends with that person. And if they need to like call you the next day or the day after that and just kinda discuss even a little bit more, you should be open to that. Not not to like get back together so that your your breakup is being respected. But if that person needs you as a friend to talk some things over, like I think that that's that's the yeah. way to go. I think
0: it's good for closure too. To yeah, have good That, for that kind of last discussion air yeah. everything out. Um, yeah. I, I personally, I think there's nothing worse than any, someone, someone runs away, it's over, they're gone or and, you got so, yeah, and you got so many things yeah. you want to oh, say or, you know, and what ifs Sorry. in your head. I and, would never do that to someone. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I think that's, that's very, um, <clears throat> I think a, a lot of the way you view things and I'm not, not this is not a dig on your age, but I think a lot of your, <laughs> you have a very old school romantic I do. concept. Absolutely. Even um, when I was in my twi- early twenties. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's just from knowing you as a friend. I think that's something that, um. You and it probably has like do with your age, you probably like that your whole life, like yeah. you said, but I think that's few and far between now In the, in the generations coming up um, where ghosting is very normal. And that's oh my that and just acceptable, too. Yeah, acceptable. To acceptable. that's so that's cowardly. not acceptable. I agree. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. We should all date each other then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be I a nice little, I won't like a mystery I relationship. Won't. <laughs>
0: I won't ghost your ass. <laughs> sister-wise, uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, sister-wise.
2: <laughs> what is your best relationship <laughs> advice? um being honest yeah being true and honest and having integrity Mm. and just yeah owning everything and yeah that would be my biggest we know somebody that could take this advice we have someone
0: you can tutor (laughs) (laughs) many men you can tutor. many many really but one in particular
1: for sure (laughs) you know how um danny and i started to do this right this um this podcast is because we both have the same ex-boyfriend
2: who was, was not so met. honest. Who
1: <laughs> was not so honest. So that's so how you tell. we met. <laughs> so like one oh. year ago, like pretty much exactly hey. one year ago, um, I was with this guy who Danny had been with before me. And I just felt like he was lying a lot. And I just, I knew who his ex-girlfriend was. And I was just like, I thought about it for like weeks. And I ha- I probably still have it too. Like in my notes, I wrote up like a thing I was going to send her <laughs> on social media. <laughs> and I kept rereading I it. Love and I was this. like. I don't know if I should. She might just be like, "No, fuck you, bitch. I don't want to talk to you." I didn't know what she's she just do. a bitchy stripper. Because <laughs> like for me, I'd appreciate it if someone wrote to me,
2: and yeah, girls me have, and I'm like, "I'll tell you the truth. Like, here you go." That's exactly how I am. Too. If someone <laughs> came to me like that, I'd be like, yeah. oh, "Here you go." <laughs> it's important, and I yeah. feel like it does
1: take guts <laughs> to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I messaged her that night and we ended up talking on the phone. And so like it was like a year ago that this happened. I ended up breaking up with him like early this year and, and then, dating me That's <laughs> true. <laughs> and dating Danny. And, and then me and Danny just started like, hanging out. So that's how we became friends. That's actually awesome. I know, right? Wow. I really funny?
2: believe in empowering women. So yeah. like mm-hmm. if a woman came to me and wrote me a message or called me. Mm-hmm. And I've actually done that in the past too, where I've like yeah. called the woman and stuff too. Like you you just you need to know. And instead yeah. of like the girls not helping each other and yeah. kinda like looking at it like a rivalry, mm-hmm. it's like we should band together. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And, right? and I agree with you too. And I think we've talked about this before as well. I think me and me and Paris have talked about and me and Megan have talked about it. Mm-hmm. If A girl is trying to get your man, like, let her have him. Like, why do you want him? Like, (laughs) it was not a rivalry, like, she can have that. You know? Yes. And I also truly believe the way I felt when Megan messaged me about him was, you know, I'm gonna speak my truth. Mm-hmm. If he was bad to me, I'm going to tell you bad to me. If he was good to me, I would have told you he was good to me. You know? yeah. I don't owe him to cover his ass mm-hmm. and and it makes me look bad lying for someone else. Yeah. So I'm going to totally. tell you what I feel about this person and, and do with that information what you will. Yeah. Um, same with, you know, if someone's man hits on me, I have no qualms about being like, hey, check, check your man. Like, and yeah. I'm, trying not, I'm not trying to break them up, but no. I would want to know if my man y- is oh feet my feet God, behind yeah. my back. And yes. I, and I, you know, I was walking around, you know, looking like an idiot. Like, you know, you yeah. want to know. I know a girl came to
1: me and, um, asked me about this guy I had dated, and she said, has he talked to you lately? And I was like, yeah. He's talked to me lots, and he uh-huh. said he wanted to leave you oh. and come back to me. And, like, I had deleted all of his messages. Oh, no, so I was like, oh, i saved messages for five years ago. You need ago. to save those. Like, that was a huge learning <laughs> yeah. lesson for me, because I was like, shit, because... She just she believed me, but you know she she didn't have the proof. Yeah, and I saw him. And that's hard. You don't have the proof because then
2: he can weasel his way. And he did
1: weasel his way and got her pregnant and everything. Oh, Um, Oh, but I saw him maybe a few weeks after, and he said, "Why'd you have to go and tell her?" And I was like, "I don't owe you anything." I was like, "Don't be such a fucking dick." And start yeah. saying that to me and think I'm not going to tell you. Because really, at the end of the day, just because we spent a couple of years together, I feel like I owe her the truth, not you. Yeah. Like, we don't have any, anything anything anymore. I don't mm-hmm. want her to look and feel stupid. Yeah. I'm, and waste her time. And waste your mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I'm more on the girl side. Even if I spend a few years with that guy, if he's going to be a douche, expect to be called, called out. Yeah. Good. Expect That's to all. be called out. We need more when, women
0: like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, same with when, with me and you. I ran into our ex um I guess, yeah, around a year ago, whenever you guys broke up. Yeah. And he saw me in Shoppers. God, I'm in Shoppers a lot. Here. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really interested in the story about that. They need to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I saw him in there, and he cornered me and was like, You just had to get involved, didn't you?
1: Oh. That's what you said? God. Instead of taking Please. responsibility. Responsibility. <laughs> <my face>. right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he couldn't have taken responsibility. Well, he wouldn't ever anyway, but oh, like, no. Instead of taking responsibility and be like, you know what? I fucked up. Yeah. He he was staring her down. Got <laughs> come at right me. Off. I got a solid right hook. Like, dry me. <laughs> like, oh, like, or you could God. just be a
2: stand-up guy. How about yeah. that option?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Own your shit. Or Not just do die. that and I... Well, then I wouldn't be sitting here right <laughs> now. <anymore. Yeah. laughs> Maybe
2: you'd be still with
1: him.
0: Uh, girl, you never know. Night, things are nightmares made up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, let's do a little game. Let's play uh, Would You Rather. Yeah. So we have planned about six... Fun little nuggets of "Would You Rather," Ooh. and um, every oh, poor interviewee has to answer them. Um, so I'm sure you can tell which ones. Some of them are gross. Some of them are sexy. <laughs> oh, I like asking the gross one. I oh, clearly okay, am a sex go. fiend. <laughs> um, so the first one for oh, you. Here we go. <laughs> Do you prefer to give or receive oral sex? because I really love to give head. Okay. You know I really Listen out man, if she, she ever becomes
2: single. <laughs> no, I'm serious, though. I actually, it's so funny because not a ton of girls enjoy giving head. Mm-hmm. And well, they like, all say
0: they do, though. <laughs>
2: just, no, but I actually, I actually really do. I really, really do. Um, so, I'm gonna have to give the edge to receiving it because it feels so good, but it's so, I, I can't do it's a 69 action.
0: 69, there you go, 69. There you there go. You go. You I, actually, right there. I actually hate 69. Oh, I, I, I do too, I don't it. feel anything. If I'm giving you head, I wanna like commit to it. Yeah. I wanna know I'm the best you've ever had. <laughs> and if you're hitting me out, I lie back and enjoy it. I don't want you eating me out and then I'm like thinking, am I doing the right moments? Oh, am I sucking too good? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, yeah. like, no, it's one or the other yeah, I don't, I don't but, All right, Yeah, I don't know.
2: But if it's really good too, then it's almost like you have to stop because... Exactly. It's yeah. too,
0: much, too much going on. <laughs> yeah, it's going on. <laughs> okay, next question.
1: Okay, would you, if you had the choice, would you rather eat a bathtub of poo uh-huh. or have a bird poo in your mouth once a day for the rest of your life? Once a day for the rest of a your life. <laughs> a small bird.
0: A small bird or a big bathtub poo one
2: why, time. Why are these the options?
0: Okay, this, yes, this is 100% Megan.
2: <laughs> oh my God. So you, okay, so you have to eat a bathtub of poo. In one sitting. In one sitting. of poop. Or
1: a small bird poo in your mouth once a day. For the rest of your life. Can you choose death?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: I would rather die. I, I would think. rather die. I would rather die. Cool.
0: That's <laughs> fine. That's dying the Die. <laughs> die. All right. So not a poo fetish. Got it. Oh my God. <laughs> God. Ooh. Um, okay. So would you rather, Oh, would you rather send a dirty text to your partner's mom? <gasps> oh my God. Or a sexy voicemail to your dad.
2: Okay, so describe the sexy voicemail. Is it explicit? Very, or Very as explicit the as you could ever get. Like the
0: worst. Or like I, like a dirty text, a very dirty text to your dad. So the same level of dirtiness, but would you rather go to your partner's mom or your own dad. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Let me get that here. Yeah,
2: that's a hard one. I'm gonna have to pick something definitive here. His mom, I guess. Because i I, it's my dad. Yeah. I feel like it's my dad, so no. Well, our last one said he'd send a dick pic to his dad, so... You never know. You never know.
1: Would you rather walk in on your parents or have
2: your parents walk in on you having sex? Walk in on my parents. Really? Yeah, only just because... I just can't. It's like I could walk in on them and instantly shut my eyes and just kind of whatever, you know what I mean? But I don't think I would ever live it down in my own brain if they walked in on me.
1: Yeah. Do you know what what I mean? Like mortifying. It would be
2: so mortifying that I feel like I can kind of accept, you know what I mean? And like... I've seen my mom naked before, lots and stuff. So, like, I mean, yes, it's a horrible thing in this game. Oh wow! You guys, nice to your mom. (laughs) It's a horrible thing seeing her naked. No, no, but I'm just saying about me. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing her naked,
0: lots, is a horrible thing. (laughs) no, it's
2: not not horrible, but I'm saying it's it's almost like not like. As mortifying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think I have to. I change think it depends that. on the position we're all in. Like,
1: oh, are we in- yeah. <laughs> why are we? Doing this? Like, are we in a compromising
0: position? Am I in a compromising <laughs> position? <laughs> I'm, I I've walked on my parents, and trust me, I'd rather them walk it on me. I'll oh. never. It's been years, and that still has. Like, you're oh, in my memory. You Gross. know
2: probably why that's my answer? Because I've never walked in on them. Yeah, okay. Me so I've never, I've never... Yeah, exactly. I don't know that experience, so... Oh, it's a terrible experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: shitty all around. Yeah, all around. Um, okay, would you rather never be able to climax with your partner or never be able to make your partner climax?
2: Um. Never be able to climax ever with my partner. Yeah.
0: Or he just never or gets he... off with you. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> we really put some thought into these. Guys. Yeah,
2: you put some great thought you, yeah.
0: into these. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of free time.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I can't never
0: climax
2: like that. Would be the worst. That yeah, that'd be the worst. That'd be the worst. So maybe. I get to climax. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck <laughs> him. So, yeah, so you're giving head, but you're climaxing. <laughs> I know, exactly. So, what do we, so yeah. this is going to be like a not so exciting 69 if like, yeah. <laughs> one of us is just like, it oh, will be cool. for you. Cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, for it's me. Like, yeah. Okay, would you rather, this is the last one,
1: okay.
0: have sex with the last person you had sex with, or would you rather... Okay, for you. Sorry, okay. Sorry. Right, oh, no, oh, no, oh, go. It's all about me. Uh, <laughs> this is pretending you're... Your partner didn't exist. Oh, okay. So you can't be your partner because can't, can't, that's the no, answer, yeah.
2: okay.
1: So it can't be the person The person right before
0: now. him. Okay, the so person before him. So sex
1: with the last person you had sex with or with the first person you ever had sex with in your life?
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Neither, but if I had to choose, oh, <laughs> the last person. The last the person. The last person, yeah, yeah. The last person. I think mm-hmm. that's a good...
1: Yeah, I think it's a good choice because.
2: But first either one grosses me out right my right? mind. Like yeah. I just puked in my mouth a little.
0: <laughs> oh, you're just shitting on everyone. You're, you're sorry, mom, you're naked mom. Your ex partners. Um, well, I broke up it, with him for a reason. Yeah, yeah, fair. Isn't it wild how you can be so infatuated with someone, and then like time passes, and you look back and you're like, how did I ever like yes. yes. touch me? Like, yes. ew, I kissed your ass. Yes. Well, I kissed <laughs> you. you before. I <laughs> <laughs> might have kissed the ass I kissed that. I've kissed kiss know. <laughs> every
2: well,
1: day. This has been so nice talking to you, Barry. Oh, it's been, been so really much fun. fun for
2: me as well. Very yeah. informative.
1: I've oh, learned good. a lot, which is I'm, good. I'm trying to. I'm trying to become in the know. Yeah, <laughs> she's um, getting this
0: there. We're working screen. on her. Yeah, we're working <laughs> on her. You're working
2: on it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's it for the X's. I'm Megan, and
0: I'm Danny. Make us proud, and don't fuck your ex this weekend. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the X's. T H E E X X E S. Or email us at thexes at gmail.com. And that's two x's because, well, there's two of us. Da!